0: Three, two, one one, one, one two, 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 two three three. Hello. hello hi well you guys actually messed up because you're not supposed to say three you're just supposed to say hello but
1: mm.
0: it's okay uh welcome everybody to uh, greggy and Tim's and Kev's marriage rescue rangers? What? Joe and
1: Marriage rescue rangers Joe and
0: Marriage rescue rangers Thanks for
2: the special version of the song. <laughs>
0: um Folks, that was the regular version of the song. Tim <laughs> is, uh, he must be confused. That was just the normal version of the song. There was no need for anybody to go back and edit that song and redo it with uh, Greggy and Tim. Basically, if you haven't gathered by now, Joe McGurl is not here with us today. Um, it's a, it's sad for me. Uh, I think he is, where is Joe right now? Let me spin the globe and I'm going to... Okay, Joe is in Austria and he is meeting with um, the president and he's telling the president that uh, he needs uh, the women there to be allowed to vote because the women in Austria can't vote. Terrible, terrible stuff. Oh. Joe's he's doing great.
3: Oh, wow. My, uh, my six-year-old nephew just... Uh walked up to me and he whispered a joke in my ear he wants me to say okay i'm only gonna say this for you timmy i'm not you tim this is my nephew timmy um but yeah he walked up to me and he said he wanted me to say this joke um that joe is uh he's in austria because he always wanted to m- meet a kangaroo
2: oh okay <laughs> and... okay
3: yeah they love it yeah timmy. go on go yeah on. he's okay podcast. timmy get out of here
0: and uh it would, Timmy, just a little punch up. Maybe you said Joey. Uh, you call him Joey because that's oh. a baby kangaroo. So, um, for Tim, I'm not going to
3: tell him that. He would cry him. if I yeah, told
0: him. Be I good. Uh, that beautiful voice you're hearing uh, that you heard count us down at the beginning is Greggy. Uh, Greggy, thanks for joining us.
3: Oh, no, thank you.
0: And uh, thanks uh, for they,
2: being here,
3: Greggy.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> Tim is also here. And uh, Tim does that whenever he, he'll go walk into a McDonald's and he'll look at other people there and just say, thanks for being here. And it, like, because he thinks that they came for him, but really, this is not the case. But Tim, thank you uh, for being here.
2: Please, thank you for
0: being here. Okay, well, you're <laughs> yes. All right, well, uh, I'm honored Tim... that
2: you would do this for me.
0: Yeah. Um. Anyway, Tim is a as you guys, if you don't know Tim, uh, he is one of the hosts of the Official The Orville podcast. Um. He runs Tim's vlog. Uh, He's doing lots of great things. Greggy, he's got podcasts are wonderful. He's got the Warville. He's got it all. He's got the role players. Um, Mm -hmm. And now they're both here to help me take on uh, the task of talking Taffer without Joe McGurl, who is just. Yeah, I mean. What can we say about Joe?
3: Well, he's a he's a great guy, of course, but uh, I was wondering, Kevin, what does this mean for you guys' six episode contract?
0: Okay, now this is actually something I've been thinking about because not only is it the six episode contract, but there's also Joe's mystery secret uh, oh, that wow. that he's been supposed to be revealing on this episode. So I feel like one, I feel like we've uh let the people down you know what maybe we can call joe i don't know he's probably busy but i'm gonna call him anyway later uh near the end of the podcast and just say hey joe can you tell us that secret and uh i don't know who knows maybe we'll wake him up from sleep or interrupt him at his job something like that where uh and just ask him uh on the spot to tell us the secret that he was uh that he's contractually uh contractually obliged to uh uh give us or reveal. Um but for as far as the uh the contract, whereas like me and Joe are well right now we're separated. Um but just only by distance. We are still in love, madly in love and going strong. But um I don't know what this means for our contract because it is for both of us. Maybe Joe has to do one more episode and I think I am allowed to just back out of the sixth episode.
3: But what if he asked you to come on as his guest for the 6th episode?
0: Yeah, I'd be there. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he'd have to he'd have to get all the clips, he'd have to do yeah. everything and edit the podcast. So we'll see if that if that happens. Uh there's a big chance that, that it will not.
2: That'll be the day, right? <laughs> Joe uh rolling out the red carpet for someone other than himself.
0: Well, let's not talk too ill of him. <laughs> um, he's doing good things. He's great guy. Of- yeah he's a great it's an
2: excused absence but it's an absence you know what are you gonna do
0: yeah screwed. okay this is episode five you guys are screwed um what did you guys well first before we get into the episode i just uh you know have you guys seen bar rescue do you know taffer like uh, any of you want to give your history of uh understanding this this guy this man
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a Marriage Rescue fan, or not Marriage Rescue. I mean, I'm a Marriage Rescue fan now that I've seen this episode and the first one. Well, the podcast. uh, Right, the podcast. Mostly, I think the best way to to get Marriage Rescue um, is listening to clips of it on uh, Joe and Kez's Marriage Rescue Rangers. It's
0: comprehensive. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you.
3: I did watch uh, a decent amount of Bar Rescue, uh, and... Yeah, it's it's a good show. John Taffer, I mean he's he's the best. He's he's damn good at his job, you know?
0: Yeah, so you understand like the all the notes that it has to hit and and like the uh whatever the you know the what is it what is it at the beginning? The surveillance at the beginning to the, you know, sending in well this one they actually don't have any people that they send in and pretend to be, which would be pretty cool, I think. If Yeah like they send in a fake marriage uh counselor guy or a real marriage counselor actually or that would be even worse and he's doing terrible or she you know they're they're well they're doing their job as normal but obviously they're in it for the money and all, coming all,
2: in like tell me what your mother said to you when you were 3 exactly they could send
3: like a a fake island hottie in to try to trick one of the men into a
0: Okay. Although now, I think that would not be good. That would that not would, be good for saving a saving marriage. Yeah, this is like uh <laughs> do you this is like marriage destruction <laughs> or something that you're pitching a show where they destroy a marriage by tempting these people with, that already have one foot out the door. You you basically push them out.
3: Yeah, no, that wouldn't work.
0: It would be funny to do it with like a couple where the like uh fidelity's not the problem and <laughs> then you just create that problem. <laughs>
3: Or if if John like gave the guy the heads up so that he could seem like really good.
0: Yes, that's um, how they. That's how they got to do it. A lot of like, John in your ear, like with you know the the classic. Okay, you go on the date and I'll be in your ear the whole time around the corner telling you what to say. <laughs> and it's John Taffer, <laughs> and he's like,
3: "What you want, Tyler?"
2: My um my claim to fame. Uh, I've never revealed this, and yet I've managed to get pretty famous anyway. But my claim to fame is um, my like childhood babysitter when we were in like kindergarten or something really young later on was on Temptation Island, which is this TV show. Yeah. Never watched it. Wasn't allowed to watch it. This was still only if, like, I don't know, maybe three to five years after she was my babysitter. So my parents naturally did not want us to watch it. <laughs> oh, OK. Because you were like, well, like 11 or 12 or something then. Yeah, probably like pretty young, still. She's
0: like being horny, she's being horny on TV, and that would create a lot of interesting feelings for you. Yeah,
2: that's right around that age where any weird thing could really screw up my sexuality for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah, like uh, watching Temptation Island and having that be your view, understanding of like uh, sexual relationships. Like,
2: this is normalcy right here. Yeah, yeah, you know, look,
0: folks, don't given to normalization, right?
3: Yes. I mean you you laugh at me because I haven't been normalized, but I laugh at you all because of the normalization.
0: Powerful stuff. And you're and you're just you're <laughs> laughing all the time. I
3: know. Yes. I'm constantly cracking up. I have an easy laugh first of all, so <laughs> it's it's very easy to get me going. But mm-hmm. especially when I see all these people that have been normalized so much
0: that is hilarious <laughs> <laughs> and they walk see like they walk by and they give me a little chuckle at me you know they're like <laughs> you know but the return of my laugh is just like a you know it's so from deep in it's very loud and very painful to hear the laugh that i do um, because it's so much
2: funnier uh, that they've been normalized kevin has a really contagious laugh oh definitely, you know? yeah
1: yeah you,
2: know, you have to reserve entire movie theaters when you see comedy movies because uh, it's just too contagious,
0: yeah. people, yeah, like I get paid to go to all the comedy movies, and they will, you know, that they, they'll have the people film it and have the whole crowd is laughing the whole time. But it's really
2: just because of my contagious laugh everyone, everyone who's there then afterwards, is bringing their friends like, you have to see this is the funniest movie. And then they're watching it without Kevin in the room, uh-huh. like. What was funny about this? This movie sucks. This is this is what happens.
0: They bring the the movie home, you know, like you get it on DVD and you're like, wait, what was so funny about this? And it was just, oh, there must have been a Kevin in my theater. There's more than there's more than one of me, like people with my sort of laugh. And we all get paid. We're in a circuit. Really? I really hope we hear it tonight. We'll see. One of of you's just got to say the right combination of words and I will get to laughing. Or just hey, show me a normalized person. (laughs) Let's see. Okay, so we can just go ahead. Unless you guys have anything. Oh, okay. Taffer T updates. Um, let me (laughs) see here. Who? Okay. Okay. The brisk people. The president of Brisk is gave him so is so sad. He gave himself a brisk on live (laughs) television, and he went too far yeah he went too far, and he chopped his penis off, and he hung I himself, saw. and he hung himself right out there because he said, "What is life without uh my humongous penis? He had a huge penis,
3: yeah, he, he hung was. himself with the penis that he with cut his off. penis,
0: yeah, so it was very gross, and you can just google it and it'll be
2: right it'll come up right away,
3: which I saw in the news, but I had the sound off, so I didn't hear why yeah. he hung himself, but that does make sense now that. You- i'm putting two and two together when you see the
2: imagery there's no mistaking what happened it's just you didn't hear why it happened you don't know the context you don't know if it's
0: be, it's because Taffer's tea is taking over the market uh and this guy's so sad that he's gonna give himself a brisk. it just says like to try to boost uh you know sales to get people like interested in drinking brisk is like they'll be like reaching for like they're going to the convenience store or gas station and they look at the tea aisle and they're like, should I get Nest tea? Should I get the Taffer's tea? And then they're like, Oh, there's brisk. Oh yeah. The, the president of brisk did just give himself a <laughs> brisk on live television. And then that hoping that would get you like, well, I guess I'll have some and, you know, or like almost even a pity purchase just to be like, well, you know, got a feel for that guy. Yeah. He's so desperate. Um, so, um, yeah, so that failed. He hugged himself with his own penis, very huge penis. And
2: uh, who's to say it failed? Like, that's an even bigger news story to get people that's to true. buy. Yeah.
0: I have the brisk truck coming later, it's going to drop off a couple of cases. And I know all my neighbors. They, the reason they're bringing the truck is because all my neighbors are also getting brisk. So I think it's actually a great success. And it may be Taffer's newest competition. But he would never have to do anything like this. The tea is that good. The quality will speak for itself. This is a flash in the pan kind of thing.
3: Oh wow! So a truck is dropping off a whole case. Uh, That's like a savings of like ten dollars in brisk tea.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's
3: uh. Yeah, they're practically giving that stuff away, is what I'm saying. It's yeah, okay. It's I was kind of of confused
2: what you were saying there. You can't afford not to buy birth tea at that price. <laughs> yeah. Investment grade iced tea. Okay,
0: so this episode you guys are screwed. Uh takes place where else but Puerto Rico at the at that resort that everybody has come to love that beautiful entry sh- drone shot. Everybody knows it. it they love it and they in, they introduce uh Two couples, as always, and it is this time. Let me look at my phone because I forgot their names. This is Marcus and Tiffany, and they've been married 12 years. They have seven kids. and
2: They indicated it wasn't not all seven kids were from the two of them, but it was just like the wording made me think that, and then they never went back to it. Did anyone else get that feeling?
3: Yeah, I think they have kind of a Brady Bunch situation going.
2: Yeah, I think it's
0: very similar to. I don't know if you guys uh, listened or saw last episode, but that was also a situation where the kids, two of the kids, were not from the family. They were, uh, you know, like vagabond kind of just traveling hipsters or something like that. Um, This one, I'm not sure. I didn't get that sense. Um, My girlfriend was also like clanging with like some dishes at the very beginning (laughs) of this episode. So I kind of. you know wasn't hearing everything oh speaking of that this is uh new for us this is the first time on the show we've had uh, well i don't want to give away like your guys's relationship status if you if, you know but you you are both married to people um mm-hmm. you're both married people not to each other but to different people you're not married to the same person you're mm-hmm. both married to a individual person that are not the same person
3: Yep, and... not anymore. What? <laughs> oh, no. Re- recently. I don't, know we, I don't know if we want to get into this, but you know, Tim and I were married at one point. Um, we we're, we still get along very well together.
2: Oh, yeah, say. super professional. I mean, we've had the podcast at stake, but it was yeah. it was the four of us in a poly marriage. Mm-hmm. But That's my right. now wife and I have we've always lived in Northern California, and Greggy and his wife my ex-wife and ex-husband have always lived in are we allowed to say where you live oh yeah i live in flint
3: michigan yeah that was really the nail in the coffin was the distance um yeah it's hard to have a, a polycule um that aren't all in the same state because it seems like you get a lot of favoritism for the couple that's in you know so the much same state so much other, favoritism whatever. yeah and it's are... like well i mean what can you do i mean the other people aren't there but at the same time, there's so much love there. It's hard to give that up.
2: Yeah, that was That's... a tough decision. But I had never met in person. I'd never met Greggy, and I'd never talked to Greggy's now wife. Yeah. Now you guys all met on what is was HQ trivia? <laughs> yeah. You, you, were, you yes. guys were
0: all in a team together. You like met in a chat and like and you all formed up.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I so... noticed. I noticed. I went out. Was, oh, go ahead. Yeah, it's I so went out funny. This story. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I I messed up a, a really easy question early on. Uh, it was like, well, what is the capital of Hawaii? Of course, everybody knows that. Unfortunately, I didn't at the time. I, I said, uh, Oahu, um, uh. which is of course incorrect. So, uh, yeah, I went out early. So I d- didn't really have a stake in the game. So I just kept uh, telling Tim the answers to the questions that I knew farther on. Of course, I think he may have been, uh, you know, you know, humoring me a little bit because you know, the brain on this guy over here, uh, but huh, huh. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I kept telling him the the answers to the questions, um, and then later on, I I did meet my wife in a different a different way, but uh, yeah, then we pulled it all together into a big polycule. Beautiful.
2: I mean, this guy, this guy. You know what caught my eye about Greggy is now you've never those... seen him. <laughs> no, 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 no. My mind's eye oh, is—you know an HQ trivia. I mean, these comments are flying by so fast. There's like thousands or millions of people commenting. Somehow, every one of Greggy's—like it was like you know—a light from the sun was shining on just that one. Con- like it, my eyes always my went to it. And these are the funniest comments too. <laughs> you know? Wow! Like a light from the sun. That's so beautiful how you put that. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. I mean I we don't you know
1: we don't I have to dwell on this talk too well,
2: much but well,
0: and now so did okay, now and of course in uh uh I believe it was in late December mm-hmm. the uh co founder uh no I mean sorry, the founder of HQ Trivia Colin Kroll was found dead um in his apartment. Uh, yeah, I mean, we were that's...
3: we were busy doing things at that time. We both okay. have alibis for that.
0: Okay, that's what I was wondering because you two uh, never would win, and that really upset you guys. I remember, I remember you constantly talk about you. Like, you kept writing like "kill crawl" on your uh, book bags. <laughs> I remember you guys would show send me pictures <laughs> of your book bags, and when you wrote "kill crawl" on them. No, but that's yeah. but you guys have alibis,
2: so and, that's cool. No, and we have alibis, but I mean, I get it, I get the motive. The motive was there, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, did I want to kill him? Am I glad he's dead? Yes, well, the last my, two my questions are friend, so
0: hard. There's so my best hard. friend
2: won five dollars and 23 cents. Do you have any idea how stupid that made me look? Yeah, <laughs> no. I, I won nothing. He's got this five dollar bill and a quarter, which is lying by the way. He added two pennies to even round up to that quarter of his own money, and you know, like taped to the back of his car a bumper sticker. Oh no!
3: So. I mean, yes, we were bit. Bu- we were busy. We did. We were doing things. Um, you know, I, think, I, I would I have to
0: Orville. I think we had an Orville that night.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we definitely, that was yeah. definitely it. Um.
2: Don't worry, I got that was our 20-hour recording, I believe. So that really just covers <laughs> yeah, up yeah. the whole interval. That covers, interval.
0: yeah, <laughs> a large window.
2: <laughs> and regardless, no no jury in this
3: country would convict us. And, and so, that's the course, one... Either way.
2: That's, the, uh, that's also the Orville recording where Greg and I both phoned in from different Best Buy parking lot pay phones. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but we know they're not anywhere close to where this murder happened.
0: Yeah, you yeah, you called collect so there is like a very uh traceable uh paper trail. <laughs> a traceable paper trail, yeah. Um so you guys did not kill uh the HQ trivia founder um and that's oh, uh, that's definitely all, not. That's recorded and that's like final. That should settle that uh in the comments. Um mm-hmm. well knowing all that <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? Who, who better? Keeping
3: that in mind,
0: who, who better to talk about this episode? <laughs> and this uh, episode, just like as a general, um, my general opinion on it is a little boring. They're not. The next episode is the probably going to be the big fireball episode. So mm-hmm. uh, this one had a lot of more like minor things. It had a lot of like John like getting involved. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know so to speak yeah so to speak yeah um but uh the couples weren't uh you know like you know there was no fiery discourse or angry yelling or anything like that so i don't know it, yeah. it was but there was still plenty plenty of things for me to clip folks i think i have a record number of clips
3: <laughs> oh good oh,
0: boy yeah. and uh here is like i think are the first thing that we hear uh from uh marcus and tiffany
1: such a beautiful place
4: hopefully i can just take my mind off all the troubles and things at home and just enjoy a
2: vacation
0: okay so (laughs) marcus doesn't know what show he's
2: on right away (laughs) and at the at the very end not to spoil but at the very end What's her name? His wife says, like, Tiffany, thank you for coming. I didn't think you would come. I think what happened is she lied Um, to him.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A lot of things throughout the episode give a paint a very clear picture that Marcus did not know what he was getting into. Like genuinely thought that uh, he was he must have kept telling Tiffany. Yeah, I'll go, but I ain't doing no damn whatever, whatever. I'm not doing this. And Tiffany was like,
3: Oh, well, no, I'm sure they won't care if you do that, if you don't do it. Well, it's just so hard to get that guy out of Chicago, he loves the city. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I'm sure his clients like, or like, well, <laughs> we'll get more to Marcus. Uh, so, <laughs> let, let me play this next clip.
1: Are you excited?
4: Yes, I'm very excited.
0: So... <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, yeah, um, Marcus is very excited. And that just kind of lets you know um, how he feels about this whole trip. Um, Although, you know, he was tough to read because he is um, he's saying he's very excited. But uh, everything else is not his body language to his voice and everything. You know what? I don't think he is. Um, And I think the big part of the reason is like like you mentioned, he has um, clientele that rely on him. Uh, back home in Chicago,
3: yeah. And speaking of his voice, uh, Marcus. I mean, for listeners, if you haven't seen the episode, just know uh, Marcus is not tone loke. Uh, on the one hand, he's a normal <laughs> looking guy, uh, but then on the other hand, he's also not like a, a waitress and a truck stop diner with you know heavy smoking mm-hmm. uh, from the '70s or '80s. Uh, he's he's just a normal looking guy with a, a mechanic shop in Chicago. Uh, so, I mean, maybe look up a picture online or something like that.
0: Yeah, he's his voice is from. I'm not sure. Like, I'm not that good with cars. I don't really know what the mechanic does. But <laughs> standing, I think he stands behind the muffler with his mouth open, a, and that's how you kind of and like he takes in those fumes, and his body does the kind of
2: analysis, see what's wrong. with he's, the car. he's a smog tester.
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and that is how you get a voice like that. Um, so he's doing all this, uh, car work, uh, back in Chicago. Uh, the big problem in their marriage is that Tiffany wants to move. I think, uh, it will, it's one of their problems. They do. This couple actually has a, a few issues. Um,
3: and Marcus worked so much.
0: Well, yeah, he works so much, but he's, well, one, you know, he has like, they have seven kids. So I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah. Like, you know, he got mouths to feed. So it's good that he is like kind of a workaholic.
4: My wife parties in excess.
5: I really hope this doesn't turn out to be the worst weekend ever. Cause you take the joy out of everything.
4: I have a collection of residents of the Chicago area that I service on a regular basis. That dedication is just, it's part of who I am. I'm dealing with 15 years of loyal customers. So moving out of town, it's not going to happen.
3: That, I mean, that makes sense.
0: It really does. When he describes his job, which is he's a independent, like self-employed mechanic. there It's not like he can just transfer it to the Jiffy Lube in Arizona or whatever. Exactly. You know? He's got to build like personal clientele. And he loves his customers or whatever. like <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah he's maybe a little too dedicated to the customers but then on the other hand i mean to have a small business like that it is definitely very location based Mm -hmm. uh and you know actually being dedicated to your customers i'm sure is a large part of why his business is successful yeah true Um, so
0: marcus i like him um uh, i'm a fan of marcus for this couple i think i like marcus over tiffany uh, because tiffany does like uh She apparently she has a drinking problem where she just likes to go out. I guess when Marcus comes home, she's just like goes out and drinks.
3: Yeah. So Marcus has a job where he's a mechanic. Uh, Tiffany has a job where she goes out and drinks with the friends. Uh, (laughs) I don't know how that business works, Uh, but I guess that is less location based. Like she could do that in Arizona.
0: I think maybe it's even works better in Arizona. uh, doing that. (laughs) I don't know, he doesn't, Marcus says he does not like her friends too, so um, maybe he would like, that's like one of the things she should say about Arizona, is like, my friends won't be there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was really hoping they would dig more into why he doesn't like her friends, and if she actually has a drinking problem or not, but they didn't really get back into that ever. Well, she doesn't offer any pushback
0: on that at all, really. Uh, Any of those kind of Anytime it's put on her that like her drinking is a problem, she's like, yeah, she like basically admits it. So, uh, but this show, look, Tim, it's been said by some of the people on the show that this show favors the men in the edit and uh, is anti-woman. So, uh, and that's not what we believe in. And that's a big part of why Joe's out there in Austria right now. Um, mm-hmm. But So good work. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, that's the good thing about the other couple is that's not going to be a problem at all.
0: Yes. Okay. Um, the next couple, that's a great transition. But, <laughs> bef- but before we get to that, I do have to reveal something. This is a uh, probably, this is, now. I don't know about this as, as someone, I, I have a girlfriend, I'm in a relationship, but I am not married. So maybe you guys can shed some light on this next clip.
4: Wow. Uh Sorry.
3: Wow. No, <laughs> next, wow. this
4: clip. Sorry. This is a pretty place. I believe that we still have the skeleton of marriage.
1: Hi.
0: Okay. What exactly is the skeleton of marriage? And is it something you. My theory is it's something you have to defeat uh, after uh, you say I, your I do's? <laughs> And if you do not defeat the skeleton of marriage, it stays with you for years and years and years until you vanquish it.
2: Yeah, I mean you nailed it. It <laughs> is um it is summoned by the completion of one's vows. Mm-hmm. Um that's why it's recommended that you have um you know good weapons. Um sometimes it's some it summons in a random place on the planet, and sometimes it's like you know, in town, and then good luck the rest of the night, you know. Uh, Sometimes it's going to take it, you know, 15 years. 15 years just to find you.
0: Is it fast? Is it, oh, is it strong? It has random attributes. Oh, Um, okay. It's
3: procedurally generated uh, by the Catholic Church. (laughs) Um, Even if you're not, you know, Catholic, uh, they still do it.
2: Um, it but, honestly it seems like proof that they are correct <laughs> about what's going on in the universe <laughs> that they can do this. Oh man. Uh,
3: but you do defeat it with uh, you know, your typical marriage type stuff, love, understanding, okay. uh care for each other, um, not going out drinking with your friends, that mm. kind of thing. Uh so uh, mm. a lot of people like our strategy when when my wife and I got married was, we're gonna find this skeleton and we're gonna fuck it up like immediately. Yes, that's that was what power we
0: couple. Did. That's power couple mentality. Yeah, I and like we've that. been
3: married 19 years now, so I mean, that, I, you can't amazing. argue with success, you know. So, yeah. Ah, uh, but you know, there's some people they they think, uh, well, we'll just uh, you know sit back in the cut. We'll wait a little bit for uh for our chance to pounce on the skeleton. Mm-hmm. And I respect that move, too, but it's just not the way I went.
2: Exactly. I mean, our thought was, we don't know what we're doing, so we have to train. And mm-hmm. uh, what they don't tell you in the movies is training can take, I mean, years. It can take a really long time. Yeah. So a lot of sword work, Um, actually hearing that it's mostly trust, communication, and compassion that defeats <laughs> it uh, is frustrating because we've spent the year and a half that we've been married, mostly on sword work.
3: <laughs> well, you've been grinding a lot on the the rats of marriage, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, and mostly grinding swords on the grindstone though. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. okay, so, I so, guess so, a step back for us. So like,
0: um, I'm guessing like divorce is kind of like a submission to the skeleton of marriage. And then he, you have to live like with his uh, um, kind of like shadow cast above you. And if you are remarried um, the skeleton is even stronger when he emerges. So the second marriage has to be really strong. Um, That's just uh, what I'm assuming. And another thing that I want to put out there is that. Um, I believe I've read in some scriptures that the with the if the if the skeleton is vanquished uh, early on or later, whenever and you lose the love, the compassion, uh, and all these uh, things, um, it will um, start to come out of the, the grave wherever you buried it, and then it will. You'll have to renew your vows, I think, like after you renew your vows or something like that.
2: Either you have to renew your vows or you have to have an official promise ceremony. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Either one will work fine.
0: Okay. So that is good news for Marcus and Tiffany that although they do still have the skeleton of marriage and it came with them to Puerto Rico, there will be a promise ceremony at the end where uh, then they can properly um, combat this.
2: skeleton. It has to be, I mean, it has to be an ordained Catholic um <laughs> promise ceremony officiant, but there's not a lot of I mean those, but look, John's in, one of them.
0: I'm sure John is one of them. And in Puerto Rico, uh there's like Catholicism is very big there. So um that's just a fact. Um so those skeletons are extra strong, I think. Um let's see. Okay, so now we now we know pretty much all we need to know about Marcus and Tiffany. Now we can get introduced to uh, the next couple. And uh, and the
3: great thing about this couple is, you know, the edit can't favor a man with it. Right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And this one, it's two women. It is a beautiful gay couple. And we support this just, it needs to be said. Um, and this is Chrissa. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, sure. They're all right. <laughs> um, and this is Chrissa and Alexis, and they've actually been married for less than a year. Um, so this is a marriage that is, as i think alexa says they're supposed to be in their honeymoon phase right now instead they are um in their honey get off your phone phase <laughs> um and that's a great joke and should have should have been a huge laugh there I, <laughs> that.
2: I was trying to remember is that actually in the show or not yeah Um uh,
0: well yeah she gets on her phone a lot and um look Uh, Chris uh, is a very relatable person um, for the uh, millennium generation. And I'll play a little clip uh, to prove uh, that.
5: Come on, babe. You want to play some defense? (laughs) Yeah. I used to play for the Harlem Globetrotters, and now I use social media to build my brand.
0: So as somebody who also used to be in the Harlem Globetrotters and now uses (laughs) social media to build uh my brand and Tim, I know you as well. Gregg, we're all yeah. um well, we were on the same team together. It was Yeah. Um Class of O nine. Yeah. Now that we're not doing it, we're kind of on our phones all the time and we're just using social media and we're posting and it's pretty great, actually. So I don't see what the problem is uh
3: with that. Yeah, I guess maybe is is she not like retweeting or uh you know uh sharing you know her partner's stories or whatever is that the issue i I didn't really get it she's not
0: like sharing the memes maybe like Uh, she's not she's not saying like hey babe look at this meme and -hmm. she's just keeping it to herself and this is this can be a huge
2: problem in relationships yeah there's nothing worse for a marriage than when someone's looking at their phone and then they kind of giggle and they don't go and you know they make the other person be the one to be like oh something funny because that's such a, be- okay, a beta that's position. T- that's to too be real in.
3: that's too real that's way too real
2: <laughs>
3: uh yeah that that is a bad situation to be in for sure um you know the the solution doesn't necessarily have to be that somebody has to put their phone down though i mean facetime exists right Mm-hmm. true true um and look, sometimes
0: I've got my phone and I'm looking at it, but it's dead. It's not even on. But so then what's the problem there? <laughs> well, then what's the problem? Is it, I'm not even looking at social media. I'm just looking at the phone. You're telling me <laughs> I got a problem? Anyway. Not allowed to watch Black Mirror. I love that show. Exactly. <laughs> that's funny because that's what the show is about um, putting your phone down. I read mm-hmm. your blog.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. Um, what were we talking about? The. Uh, the phone, the Harlem you the
1: Remember
0: when we were on. yeah Yeah, we'll be past that. Uh, nobody needs it. Nobody cares about um, that.
2: I really thought all episode that at some point they would challenge whether her career is legitimate or not. <laughs>
0: no, because it seems a, like well, really I mean, impossible. Are you talking about the time that Alexis says like? She's like an entertainer or an influencer, influencer or whatever. She's, she says something like that, like as if it's... Have you not seen The Professor on YouTube? He's got a nice career where he dresses up as Spider-Man, does crossovers.
2: I have seen that. I have seen that. Okay.
0: <laughs> he did one where he was in, the pres- in a prison and he did it. And now I'm like, okay, like that's cool. But also you don't know who he's playing against, right? they should have the stats of like you know this guy killed his wife you know like or this guy <laughs> just robbed a store then i'm like okay whatever that guy it's cool we can have fun with him but the guy that killed his wife i really want him to fall down or just not even play like he shouldn't even be allowed to um but then again you know if he said he's sorry i do agree that you know once you say you're sorry you should be forgiven yeah um, so she's got a problem and uh holy shit
3: what the fuck
6: what oh my god you guys won't believe Um, what's going on right now who are we here here?
0: this is folks this is joe mcgirl just joined the uh the recording joe please tell me what's going on
6: i am coming to you live from uh las vegas nevada right now uh i am i am standing here uh with john taffer himself
3: no way! You guys are at summer
6: league or something? What are you doing? Yes, here? absolutely. Yep.
3: Wow, how do you get there so fast from
6: Austria?
0: Yeah, we uh, were just talking about how you were in Austria getting the women the right to vote.
6: Yeah, well, we did. That was so easy. It was, okay. I just went over there. I talked to the government. I said, "Just do it. Let them vote. It's not a big deal." And they let them do it. So uh, we solved that. Me and me and John, we we. Did that easy, no problem. Incredible. Took the private jet right back to Vegas. Uh, we just got back from Bally's. Uh, and Total fitness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we had a, we had a big workout, uh, and then and then we went to um, the big the big casino, uh, the pyramid, ah, the, the Luxor, the Luxor. Uh, we had a big lobster dinner and then we're rolling craps i'm saying john put it on black put it on black he puts it on red and uh luckily enough uh he wins huge it does fall on red and uh now we're um, we're about to go into the big fountain on the las oh. vegas strip and have and have a little bit of uh, a swim out there wow i
0: yeah. heard sometimes when you're out there um having a swim under the fountain that Chris Angel will be walking above you uh on the water.
6: I hope not.
1: Yeah, I hope <laughs> not. Cuz he's always I wearing like, a skirt. I uh <laughs> yeah.
2: See this really I this really funny thing. You know the the casino you said the Luxor. I like to call it the Deluxor.
6: Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, it's it's, de- de- it's like it's, it's fancy.
3: That's a nice hotel. I mean,
2: I like to call it Lux Luthor.
3: Okay. <laughs> no,
0: no, <laughs> we were we were
2: laughing at mine though. We were laughing at mine.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're both really funny. Now, Joe, do
2: you have to
0: go, or can you stick around, or like is Taver busy? Is he playing with some of the water, the fountain of water, or something?
6: Uh, I think <laughs> that. There was a lady who called the cops on us, um, so I I only have like fifteen minutes before those cops get here because they're lazy pigs.
0: Okay, um, and now you are the fastest man alive, and um, but yeah. John is not, so I understand that. And normally, I would say, John, what do you mean? You couldn't just keep running? Your stamina is impeccable. You could just run while you're on the phone with us. But uh, okay, I, I understand you're with John. You have to take care of him.
6: Yeah, we also have the camera crew here as well.
0: <laughs> okay, that's incredible um they do great work uh which
6: rescue is this uh this is actually a a new series called uh john rescue where we get him into uh, a lot of uh (laughs) sticky situations and try to get him out of it
0: (laughs) okay so okay i like this i like it it's i'm working for my boy john you take care of him though
6: oh it's gonna be yeah yeah don't worry about it i'm so fast i'll (laughs) I, i can and i'm very strong so i can carry him as well
0: now, Joe, before you go, like, I know you're not leaving right now, but before you go, you have to reveal, uh, your big mystery of,
6: oh, oh yes.
0: Uh, so we'll, we'll do that maybe just before you go, if that's okay. Yeah, that would be great. Um, now, did you see, did you watch this episode? Did you watch it on the yep. plane?
6: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep.
0: Okay. Um, so you know all about Marcus and Tiffany and, uh, so now I have a nice little clip here. We'll just go. We'll just move on. You know, like um, Joe's here. This is as usual. Deal with it. Okay, um, <laughs> we'll be able to ask
2: John about behind the scenes stuff. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, you can uh, put John. He's phone actually on eating sometimes. a fresh
6: lobster. <laughs> okay. Gosh.
2: Wow.
3: Well, he's got a lobster tank in his plane. That's a. That's,
2: that's why his face is the shape it is because he gets pinched in the face a lot and he gets a lot of swelling. Uh, okay
6: now i hope he's not listening i hope you don't have a speaker (laughs) i do have it on speaker and his face just turned as red as the lobster he's fuming oh man um well anyway um so
0: (laughs) let's see uh we get into this clip here um you know chris has got to put down her phone and i think this is like a big part of the problem
5: chris is always on her phone and it's annoying it's like her wife is her phone
3: I did notice that when I watched. <laughs> Classic her situation.
0: I don't even want to imagine what the skeleton of marriage would look like if it were, uh, to in a phone in a phone woman
2: relationship. Like, what yeah. does that beast look like? And what no. will vanquish it? Wow. Bad, bad cell service, I guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, it, it's hard on this episode because, uh, you know, the one couple, uh, the guy has a a successful business that he doesn't want to move, and his wife is possibly an alcoholic and everything. And then the, on the other side, uh, the the one woman looks at her phone too much. Uh, so it, it's it's hard because you know they obviously have much uh, harder issues to get through. Um, but you 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 want to like give them each. Equal time uh I, it's really hard because you have to have a phone these days. I mean, come on, what are you gonna do but uh on the other hand uh it would be nice if she went on a date with her wife once a month,
0: yeah, that would something I would definitely look forward to once a month a date that would be really nice, <laughs> and that would probably solve everything um yeah, look. Um, maybe Alexis just needs to understand that uh sometimes you gotta be on your phone and you gotta keep posting no matter what, and she just clearly doesn't get that,
3: yeah, I mean that is her job, so
0: yeah, you know they don't really explain um, I don't know what Alexis does um, it's a car yeah, it drives
1: car. <laughs> okay <car> drives. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay i don't know what the woman alexis does for a a living
3: it is possible that maybe she's like like a spy or something maybe she works for the cia Mm -hmm. and so they're not able to like uh share that they're not able to divulge it uh, state secrets and everything so uh it's possible they have to favor the edit that way you know for for national security reasons
0: yeah i think there have been a lot of there's been Navy, Marines. It's only right that we get some CIA's or some, you know, FBI's or something like that.
6: Mm-hmm. Is it crass to say federal booby inspector? Because no, um,
3: they're high. We we
6: said okay, that earlier. Okay. Oh,
3: hey,
6: All right, it's, good. That's that's a job, you know.
0: Um, <laughs> and I support workers' rights.
3: Uh, I'm a lunch pail nine to fiver mm-hmm. federal booby inspector. <laughs>
0: Look. I show up, hey. <laughs> I expect boobies, I go home. All my wife asks is that I don't bring my work home with me, you know?
6: <laughs> For me, it's just the paycheck. I don't care about the work. Yeah. Yeah.
3: They got me for my hours. I'll do whatever they ask. I'll inspect any boobies they put in front of me. But once I get home, once I, get I don't coffee, want to think about it anymore. Yeah, but
6: I don't want
0: to see a boob. I could be inspecting boobies. I could be measuring bread or whatever the, the if that's a job. You know, it doesn't matter to me. I could measure bread for a living. I'll do whatever. So I just happen to inspect boobies.
2: You ask me anything about, you could ask me to measure anything. You ask me to measure how far away is the nipple from the end of a loaf of bread. I'll measure it for you. You can ask me to measure what the cup size of a pickle is. I'll measure it for you.
6: <laughs> you know, Tim, that was crass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tim, this is not that kind of show.
2: Okay, all right. Is this just because I I feel flustered because John heard me making a comment about his face shape? <laughs> I haven't Put me been...
6: on the call. Oh, he's oh, coming. Shit. Off. Oh no. Put me on. You're fine. Oh, not John. 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 Wait, no. This... Put me. Hello. Oh. Hi, John. Hey, John. Is this is this uh, Joe and Kev's marriage rescue rangers? It well, is. Well, it's Greggy
3: and Tim and rescue. Well, yeah, I've heard this Kev. one. But I... thanks it's for
2: being on John with Kev. us. Hey, Tim's
6: <laughs> Well, first off, I just wanted to say I'm such a big. fan <laughs> There's so, there's so much fun that goes on, you know. Doing <laughs> um, it's a lot of fun for me and my wife to listen to. Wow,
0: and that's your wife of tw- uh, she's twenty years younger than you. Is that correct?
6: <laughs> that's right.
0: And you and you guys have been married for like eighteen years or something now. And now you have you brought her into your business.
6: Uh, no, we keep the business separate because well, you know, I don't know I was, if that's true. I was married. Well, you know, because <laughs> look, this is my life, and I'll tell you, okay. Well, I'll the, tell you the John hey, shut rescue. Up. Shut the fuck up, you clown! Motherfucker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh wow.
3: Okay, are you, uh, I'm not like a therapist.
6: Are you on yeah. one? Are you on one, John? Hey, this is Joe. John is fucking blitzed right now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you got him some of that legal, that that Las Vegas legal. He's got a belly full of lean. Oh, okay, yeah, he he's
0: like Robo tripping
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He's going.
3: He's going nuts right now. Well, he seems excitable for you know Robo tripping.
6: He yeah, is, well, he he's doing coke too. He's <laughs> a he's, on a, he's, he's on a cocktail, right? Like, cocktail. Around,
2: yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a cocktail guy. What can you say? Exactly. Like he's
1: that's, like, yeah.
0: he's like, I want to make this uh, an elevation. So that's people, not what it sounds like.
1: <laughs>
0: when people see this cocaine from the street, they're gonna to want to come inside.
6: <laughs> some... Have you ever had the pleasure of doing a quaalude? <laughs>
0: John, no,
2: I haven't. <laughs> Which one of us are you asking, John?
6: <laughs> I was just saying that to Chris Angel. I he did walk by. Okay.
0: <laughs> wow.
6: Yeah, John found John found a thirty uh, five year old Quaalude, and uh, he's going he's going nuts off this thing. That's wild. Um,
0: yeah. Well, look, I, I I as I mentioned before, Joe, uh, I have a record number of clips, uh, so I. Oh, oh.
6: Oh, well, that's okay. I'm. I gotta go anyway. But it's. It, I think it is time for me to reveal, um, our season-long mystery. Ooh. Oh my gosh!
0: No. So as the clues. Oh, you, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna. No, remember. no,
6: no. You go. You go ahead. <laughs> Set this up.
0: The clues, as we remember them, are. It has to do with a brand of shoes.
6: Mm-hmm. And. Something I forget the other one. I believe the other one was "It's out of this world." Yeah, okay. And then the third one was uh, "Yeehaw, Giddy up." Uh huh. Okay. And and this is all um, clues to in in episode one. John Taffer um, said, "You know, we get through the tough times together to win." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Kevin agreed. I disagreed. Mm-hmm. And and this is why I disagreed uh the goddess nike uh is the uh the greek <laughs> the greek goddess of victory uh and uh she is uh also a cosmic figure uh quite out of this world uh-huh. and old town road is the number one song in a, in the world right now and for those reasons <laughs> These are trending
1: topics.
6: (laughs) (laughs) For those reasons, um, you know, we don't get through the tough times to win because Nike, the goddess of victory, tells us when we win. And Lil Nas X right now is winning. So that's it. Wow. As you can see, those are infallible facts um, that really prove that we don't get through the tough times to win.
0: Okay, now I have a. This is actually crazy. I have a ant farm, a tiny little ant farm, and they are going Mm. crazy right now. And I think they heard what you said. I think somehow what you said is speaking to ants.
2: (laughs) This is big. How can you tell?
6: How can I tell? I I expected this would happen. Actually. How can I tell what? Well, for the past five weeks, I've been drawing up, uh, you know, the connections, the correlations um, to make this theory fact and just been speaking it out loud. And I've had ants just swarming my house, uh, eating (laughs) at the foundation. Um, And I didn't know what was going on, but now it does make sense. I think this may extend to more than ants
0: and maybe all sort of bugs and and for, correct me if I'm no. wrong. No,
2: no, no, John, no, me, no, bugs. John. Joe, you got to take these, us off speaker.
6: Get these bugs out. Kev, shut it down.
0: Oh well, I can't. We I got a lot of clips. Joe, to do. get me,
6: get me to the to the ballies. We got to work out. We got to okay. shut these bugs out. Kev, I got guys. I gotta go. I wish right. I could stay, right. but John well, has to get the ballies. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, well. um, Hey, take a picture of his gym wear, what he's wearing in that
6: gym. Gotta okay. That. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's got yellow shorts on. Wow, you're already at the valleys? Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are <laughs> the fastest man alive. I forget. I forget <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. Something. That's right. Okay, don't ruin the rest of uh, the podcast. I'll try. I, it's it's downhill. That was, but... that was more for Tim. That was more for Tim. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Right. Oh, you're thanks for... It. Thanks for guesting
2: briefly, Joe, on our podcast. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh,
6: t- Joe. <laughs> I'm gonna lift a big weight. <laughs>
3: and Joe oh, Tell man. John uh congratulations on the big win for me, please.
0: Um yeah, he's gone. Uh he left.
3: Oh, I'm, I'm sure you he heard that last thing I said, so. <laughs>
0: I'm sure you <he> did. Definitely. <laughs> um wow, that was that was great. Um a lot of folks are
2: thinking they should just end the podcast no we must go on (laughs) a full hour more of stuff yeah hopefully to slowly lose that energy level we got okay well look i've got some really good clips that are really
0: good like I got a couple stinkers in here that i'm thinking as we go on i'm gonna as i often do i'm like why did i clip that but you know
2: like the one that's just, wow. Well, that that <laughs> one was
0: actually, uh, it's a problem with the way I clip things. I do it very, I do it old school, right? You know, where you just slap it all on one uh, WAV file with uh, enough space in between to type out pause. And uh, <laughs> sometimes you hit pause early. Sometimes you hit it too late. Uh.
4: What is your agenda for this vacation?
5: This is kind of like, redoing our marriage almost and getting to know each other we're always with the kids and talking to them never had time to talk to each other
4: well i'm here so you figure out something
5: how about you figure out
1: something
0: yeah now that's just a little taste of marcus and tiffany uh he's and like a continued like uh him continuing to show that he doesn't understand what they're there to do because he's (laughs) he's asking he's like so what are your plans for this vacation and she's like, uh, he's like, what's your agenda like for this vacation? And as John states at the very beginning of the show, it's not a fucking vacation. Um, so he doesn't understand that. And he's also she's like, he's like, what do you want to do? She's like, well, we're going to like work it out. And he's like, well, work it out. then, Like, figure it out. You better you better figure out a way to fix this. Um, I, I can tell that in their relationship dynamic, it the way it stands he's mad at her she's not mad at him uh really i don't think she just wants to go to arizona or something i don't know i can't really figure it out too much
3: yeah uh, i think at home maybe she bothers him a lot for being at work too much maybe that seems to be like the the, the storyline they're pushing at least uh, we didn't really see a lot of evidence of that in this episode uh she does pick it in a lot but again that could be just an edit thing i don't know and kevin i just have to say you have the perfect amount of clips buddy i mean we're here all night play every clip you want to play you.
0: thank you and yeah. even though even though you say that i've made the executive decision to play these next two clips back to back
1: so
5: hey mark get set go
7: the no, problem I is they think they're in right. paradise and they're not working on anything so, so... <laughs> it's time for us to get to work
5: that was a fair and square game no it wasn't yes it was it was same time same shot whoever makes it first relax you i was trying to relax and get a foot massage
2: Now, difficult, difficult to follow very
0: difficult to follow she's saying the game that we did, the, we just threw these uh, beanbags at, at the board at the same time. Uh, the game wasn't fair. She says, "You relax," and she says, "I was, try- I'm trying to relax. I was trying to get a foot massage." And you're like, "Well, if that's that's not how you get a foot massage, I, I've played cornhole and there's no part in the game where somebody massages your foot. So, clearly from the beginning, when they they count one, two, three, yeah. and they throw it at the same time." <laughs> they don't know how to play, but uh, yeah, but they made up their own rules, and I guess a foot massage was part of it.
3: Well, they had moved away from the cornhole board to the like the boardwalk there, where uh, the one of them I don't remember the names. Alexis is the one that is not getting a foot massage, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh And but she was trying to get a foot massage. Uh, and if you're just listening to the clip, you might be thinking, um, did the producers come to them and say, let's have a a you know, an argument for John mm. Taffer to yes. break up. Mm. Uh, hmm. <laughs> but hey, I, I, if you actually watch or watching it, you're seeing it in context. Uh, you know that they're, you know, that they have a really terrible marriage that John has to rescue.
2: It's, I know this show's joked about it before that there's couples that go on and pretend to need trouble, but I mean, they're, they're having like a good time. And then, mm-hmm. John Taffer is like, here's the problem. They're having a good time instead of working on their relationship.
0: (laughs) Which actually like there was, um, I think it was like two episodes ago. uh, They were out doing, um, they're out doing like some, some like hurricane, uh, you know, they're painting a house after the hurricane to like, you know, rebuild the neighborhood or whatever. And they start talking about their relationship and John's like, I can't believe they're talking about their relationship when they should be focused on painting this house. And I was like, so, uh, John, you know, you, I know you're a principal man and I think your principles got a little, uh, confused here. So, uh, (laughs) please correct course. Correct. Please.
3: Yeah. I mean, when you're watching it, you see like Tiffany and Marcus, uh, they, they obviously are having some issues with their marriage. Like, uh, they don't necessarily get along all the time when they're out together. Uh, th- this other couple, I I don't see that as much. Like uh, it w- when they argue, it does seem like kind of put on for the camera to me. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm not a marriage rescue expert like John. He's damn good at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been helping people for twenty plus years uh, mm-hmm. and doing this show now for what four episodes so yeah. he he's damn good at this Expert, he's not yeah. a, a he's not a marriage uh he's, he's not a therapist he's good at helping people right he's helped and, a lot uh, of people he's <laughs> yes and that 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 experience transfers like uh you know if if you work at at the photo counter at uh you know Walmart or whatever you, if you help 100 people then you can go and maybe you know do some surgeries or help people <laughs> in another way that these things uh they do transfer uh so yeah i I see where he's coming from for sure uh and I guess yeah, the issue we're having is that harlem globe trotting doesn't doesn't necessarily transfer mm-hmm. in the same way
0: exactly, and I mean, that brings me right to this next clip where John <laughs> asks uh he intro- after the introduction he asks uh, her what exactly what she's doing uh ab- after glue trotting
7: and what have you
5: been doing since basically like social media content uh promotions posting gigs
0: now look these are just normal things <laughs> this sounds like what uh you know like I didn't work like the last few months uh, and uh, cause I worked like a lot and I was doing like some jobs, but people like, I would like talk to people and they'd be like, Oh, what are you doing? And I'd be like, Oh, you know, like social media posting, uh, you know, just kind of like sitting on the computer podcast, stuff, like, podcasts, you know? <laughs> so I definitely relate to Krista here when she was asking, what are you doing after Harlem Glow And you are like, I don't know what the fuck are you supposed to do after the Harlem Glow It's a hard Transition to make. I think there's no there's no playbook for this. There is not. And the globetrotters have some crazy plays, but what to do this after? One, what to do after the one play they don't have it's not. <laughs> they don't talk about that.
3: Their storyline. Their storyline would be so much more believable that they have marriage problems if it were that you know Alexis is successful in some sort of business. And uh, mm-hmm. she is, is unsure about uh, her partner's, uh, you know, Instagram yeah. uh, influencer. Because
0: it could be like, wh- who are queer. you to... T- like? Because really, who is she to say anything? Because she never mentions anything that she does or, or you know, contributes. Right. I don't know if it was edited out, but, you know, you think if she did say something, they would put it there at least to make it more, you know, make her her opinion make more sense you know but uh no because i think yeah. she probably is in the cia
3: <laughs> well john famously is not a big fan of uh the government the cia all of that
0: mm-hmm. well yeah that's why joe's got it they're doing that thing where he, he's doing a bunch of like anti-government anti-police
2: stuff um <laughs> I bet, um i bet What's her name? Alexis is actually an ATF agent. She's there to try and catch John, Mm. you know, with his bar Mm -hmm. stuff, doing some improprietous deeds. So she's she's like, I got to sign up. We're going to get John. We're finally going to
0: take him down. When she gets there, she realizes that there's nothing to do with food or, (laughs) or liquor. It's all. Yeah,
2: she did get... uh almost involved when uh the guy was smoking a cigar and it seemed like they really tried to edit out that he was smoking a cigar later <laughs> in the episode. Who? Sorry, he, what? when they were sitting in the golf cart he was not, he was like just finishing
0: off a cigar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that. Yeah. And then he had the tea in his hand, but I thought it was a cigarette and I was like, did he just go from a cigar to a cigarette? Like I thought that was like a weird edit, but uh no, then I realized it was a tea, so
2: really tried to hide it. Oh, maybe we're talking too far because I'm sure you're going to have three clips from this scene.
0: <laughs> um, the clips get less as we go on. I got a couple at the beginning. Um, what Greggy was referring to when, you know, they introduce themselves and they're like, oh, you know, what do you do? And Yeah, so we'll just play these.
7: Either you're ignorant to the way she feels or you don't give a shit. Which is it?
5: Um, excuse you, sir. Like, who do you think you are talking to me like this? I had to like just calm down. All right, Krista, you're here for a reason. Like, intake what he's telling you because he kind of knows what he's talking about.
0: He kind <laughs> of know. knows what he's. About. That's what I wanted to point out. there.
7: I'm not a marriage counselor. Okay. I am really freaking good at this. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> I like in unison. They both are like, ah, okay. Because uh, you know, he they must have sat down to like. So wait, and I I can imagine that this is a conversation that's always edited. I was like. So wait, you're the you're yeah, I know you. You're on um, you do the bar rescue, and they're like, and he's like, yeah, that's right, that's right, and he's they're like, so, what um, but like this is how did you get into this marriage, like what you know, because they're thinking, what the fuck are you, <laughs> why are you doing this? Are I don't you, understand. Are you the host, and you're going to introduce the yeah. marriage? So <laughs> where's the, you know, so that's what he says. Uh, I'm not a marriage counselor, but I'm freaking good at this, and they're like. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. They're like, oh, okay, so this is just like a dumb fucking show. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, right haven't realize. Had,
3: they haven't had <laughs> the benefit of seeing the last four episodes to see how really mm-hmm. freaking good at this, uh, John is. Yeah, so they don't know that they maybe don't a, believe it.
0: He has a perfect record with saving marriages, and every single one's been saved, so
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: that's the point where they realized like they thought they were going in for an easy gig like pretend to have trouble and then go on a basic vacation and get to be on tv and she's in social media so this is huge for her that's mm-hmm. when they realize it's going to be even easier than they thought that there's <laughs> going to be no real challenge they don't even have to be good at pretending to be in a relationship it's
0: funny you said pretending to be in a relationship because my girlfriend actually and i when we were watching we noticed that they never kiss and
2: <laughs> never, never and, and i they yeah
0: they get so close and then hide it until the very end, when they are, like, it is the, like, farthest away shot. They're, like, the camera's, like, 300 feet away and, like, craning yeah. backwards. And then you see them, like, pop kiss for, like, the the slight, like, and my girlfriend was saying, like, they're so far away, I wonder if their lips even touched her, you know? It's just yeah.
3: Like but, even um, when the dance instructor specifically instructed them to she kiss,
0: now nah, you kiss, and we went to, on to say, "Hey, well, I guess you know, it, you know, you're going to be on TV and stuff, and maybe you just don't want, you know, I, I'm I'm not huge into P PDA, you know, public displays of yeah. affection. It's not like I'm not trying to air that out for the whole world, but I, you know, I." I think getting caught up in the moment, you would just have, like, end up kissing eventually, you know? Like, it's a very romantic place. And during the dancing well, thing, I don't see why, you know, it, they were feeling each other in the moment and everything.
3: Well, I, to be fair, Marcus and Tiffany also never really uh, did any big kisses. Like, they did kiss very briefly. I noticed it was a very brief kiss mm-hmm. uh, at the prom ceremony as well. So, uh, yeah
0: okay so for for being fair yeah but uh, well them at least it, their problems seem very real yeah yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Way exactly
0: so yeah uh look they it could very much be uh that they just didn't want to kiss so much on camera um mm-hmm. or and a lot of times they're mad at each other so i can also explain but it was you know if the theories are out there like i'm not trying to you know, i'm not trying to suppress these theories so tim i you know what
4: I... marcus yes I'm John.
5: Hi, John. Hi, Hi, nice to meet you. I'm John, nice to meet you. I've seen John on Bar Rescue.
0: Now, we talked We talked about this last time uh, on the last episode where the, I believe the person said, I have seen Bar Rescue. Uh, where it's like they, they don't say, like, I love the show or mm-hmm. whatever. They just admit, like, it is a fact that I have seen Bar Rescue. Um, and for a show that's, like, really pushing them to you know say so like oh it's john taffer i can't believe it. it they can't even get the people like i can't fake that
3: yeah on the episodes i've seen it does seem like uh he like uh he, he loves to say like oh you recognize me right you know where, mm-hmm. where you've seen me before yeah uh, I,
0: think, I, I think if they do recognize him he will definitely point it out and like he gets like oh yeah you know he knows the look of like oh i know this guy
3: I have to imagine in one of the episodes, somebody said, Yes, I recognize you. I think you suck. You're, you're terrible or something. Uh, something that, that has dissuaded John from continuing that.
0: Yes, yeah, so i like, Yeah, yeah, I know. You're the barista you guy. What the hell are you going to do for me? But yeah, like we yeah. talked about people, you know, he, it does look very often like he is a guy like going to come up to them and be like, uh there's actually been an upgrade in your suite the, this <laughs> evening and uh you got the deluxe package uh for dinner
3: yeah especially with alexa and krista because uh they i don't think they had a scene where they said they recognized john in any way uh yeah no, so they, i think they did not recognize him that much
0: their intro is even funny like it's like spatially like it's so funny like he doesn't know what to do. He He's like, I don't, normally everybody's just sitting down right next to each other. So he's like, can we go sit? Can we please go sit down? Because I, I can't, I can't keep looking and his neck works in a certain way where you can't really like look <laughs> too hard left or right. So he's like, please can we sit down?
3: Yeah. The, the John Taffer suit that they built, uh, unfortunately <laughs> the, the uh, technology isn't there for, t- for, to make him able to turn his head. Um. So he has to turn his whole body uh, <laughs> yeah. when he wants to look in different directions. I know you guys have talked about this before, but how much time did John actually spend on set <laughs> to, to to record this episode? It, I mean, they could have gotten all of this done in one day very easily, I think. Everything that he was a part of.
0: Yeah, um... I mean, everything that he was a part of definitely could have been done with the day. It's really like um, his actual time where he's mic'd up is like, it's got to be under, it's like under two hours total. Like if I think like from immediately as he's mic'd up, you know, until like the fact when they take the mic off him, you know, each time it's probably like 30 minute process where he goes out there. There's no way they sit for like an awkward silence. Like John isn't there ordering food. He's just there for the quick mm-hmm. talk,
3: and then leave. Well, I I don't remember if you guys have said this before, but do you think they just recorded all six episodes at the same time and he would just go from place to place to speak to each couple each time uh, and, and do the whole thing at the same I, time?
0: I think um, hopefully there's like some viewer out there that can track his outfits. Now, this could oh, be wow. a Taffer's Taylor situation where he is just changing outfits and then going to meet a new couple. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I, I definitely could see that this being all of like, you know, we have two weeks. Oh no, I think he even, he said, no, 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 sorry. If I remember correctly, he said, it's like, we were there for like two weeks. So I think, and each couple's there like six days. So I think there was some overlapping going on in one way or another.
3: Yeah,
2: definitely. There's no, um, it's definitely not happening the way they say it is because you would think they would like bring the two couples together, especially these two, because they have like some or at least they tried to make They didn't really, but they tried to make it seem like they had similar problems. Like you think there would be something where they're like, "Okay, we're going to get all we're going to get both couples together. We're going to put like, you know, we're going to split them up and they're going to talk about their problems. But I don't know. Clearly, they're like slicing and dicing to try and make a narrative out of each episode.
3: Yeah, has yeah. there ever been an episode where the the two couples meet each other?
0: No, no, <laughs> no. That'd be cool. And, and even at the end when they're doing these promise things, like they must happen like back to back or whatever. So, you know, you know they must be like because they are those the promise ceremony does happen on the same night. So there must be some sort of there 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 was probably a couple times where there's a couple from an episode where they're on like day two and they're watching these people in their promise ceremony. Like, Oh God, we got to do a promise thing later.
7: You know, Marcus and Tiffany have kids for Christ's sakes, and they're acting like children themselves. It's time to grow up.
3: Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't fair necessarily to send them on a, uh, you know, a video games and pizza challenge and then say they're acting like children, um, Mm -hmm. when, when the show sets them up to be surrounded by children, you know, and then, you know, the, the other thing was they had to go to build a bear workshop and, uh, create a little baby bear together. Um, and you know, it was specifically to help Marcus, uh, because he does tend to wet the bed at night. Mm -hmm. Uh, and and it well, seems th- so as, as the fair, show is that's a fair it criticism
0: then. That's a fair criticism to say there. It, when he's he's peeing the bed, that's fair though. The rest is, everyone, is the shows fault, but that's everyone pees
2: the bed. They just have societies like we have to pretend like we don't all pee the bed. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Like oh. like uh when I go to a uh, Shark Tank and I'm like, "Oh, this is the adult bed, uh the anti uh pee mat for adults." And all the sharks are like, for who like who what are you talking about and i'm like come on guys to drop well they say that you've seen the sales you see the numbers
3: (laughs) they say that on the camera but as soon as the cameras turn off they're all lining up to buy one from you
0: yeah they're all laying down on the display bed that i've brought and they're (laughs) peeing and they're like wow it does
3: work yeah cool yeah so i mean the show kind of set them up to do childish things and then uh, you know, excoriate them for being childish. That's not their fault, I think. Yeah, Again, that's a world. bad editing thing.
0: Well, it's a set them up, knock them down kind of thing. I don't, you know, it's good TV.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, it's, No one's arguing that it's it's great TV. <laughs> They're damn good at this. <laughs> they are. Um, Agata last episode was like criticizing the event people. You know, like saying like that they yeah. just they just look up like what to do in Puerto Rico that like a couple hours before the people and they try to like scramble something together and this one and like from the very first episode when they did the San Juan secrets tour, it was obvious that the production team does not give these people a lot of like, they don't give them a heavy script or anything. It's just like, yeah, no, go up there. Uh, say something about this and then ask them to come or you know like it, it there's no like you know you have to say these words it's very loose everything is very loose and in this it was Chris and alexis when they get uh it's like a, it's a very funny uh way that they're invited to go on their next adventure
3: Hey guys uh, hey oh so uh-huh. so, yeah nice like take an invitation to take you out of my boat if you guys.
1: Like
7: yeah. 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 There we go. <laughs> alexis loves water activities
2: <laughs> <laughs> so glad we got that
0: yeah that's a very important note <laughs> i Uncooled
3: think they could have
2: though. said that like before
3: i'm <laughs> cool to blow up her spot on her in interest yeah. in water sports
0: there. that's true yeah um and I imagine that this was part of like the questionnaire like, what is your age? Uh, How long have you been married? Do you like water activities?
3: Yeah, it's funny that. I don't know. Uh, never mind. I, 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 there's nothing funny.
0: Um, there is something funny. The boat <laughs> invitation, the guy, um, obviously, like, you know, he's, uh, I don't know. And I, he says something that I can't understand. Uh, I don't know if like it's just like the audio or whatever, but like, you know, obviously he has like uh, a heavy accent, but then, uh, what he says to them is, um, like, I want to give you an invitation to come out on the boat. And they're like, yeah. And then he's like, I mean, if you guys, if you guys want to, like, he's like, (laughs) he's like, I mean, I mean, like, like you don't have to or whatever. He's like, I mean, if you guys want to do it, we can go out on the boat, which, this episode is very loose on their, um, like, the requirements. Like, from the beginning, at uh, the first couple of episodes, it's like, now you got to go do this, and now you're going to do this. And the people are like, whoa, what are we getting into? Oh, this is crazy. Now it's just like they're just hanging out on the beach. Some guy comes up and is like, hey, you want to go on my boat if you want? I don't know. <laughs> like, I feel like the production people were like, just ran, gave this guy, like, $300, and were like, go ask them if they want to go on the boat or whatever.
3: Yeah, and it seems as though like uh, so Chrissy did not want to jump in the water for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have uh, that,
0: I have the next clip if you want me to play. This. Oh yeah, go ahead. It's basically like Alexis bullies Chrissa uh, into snorkeling.
3: <laughs> yeah.
5: So we're we're jumping in together, right? Let me let me crawl before I walk. This is a lie. This is a okay. lie for me. Okay. Just let me just let me handle it the way that I, okay, so that I can. So as soon I don't want
1: to go in if you don't go in. So I'm I'll gonna sure go in. I go in promise. In I'm gonna I'll go, go, go
5: in. in. No, no. I I really thought it would just help her. I didn't think it was like gonna cause an argument. What? I'm Whatever. going in the water with. you. I don't trust you if you're gonna go or not. I just Pinky promise you. What the heck?
7: This is really unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, listening to that, you would think that they're they're like uh, suiting up to go deep water diving or something like that, but that is not the case. They're they're just going to jump into the water with like uh, you know a snorkel and uh, face mask that you could buy at Walgreens. Uh, they're not doing anything very impressive here.
0: Yeah, the guy, like, they're like, what are we doing? Like, there's a clip, like, just before, they're like, oh, what's going on? The guy's like, ah, and, like, he pulls out, like, a snorkel mask, and they're like, no way! Like, we're doing snorkeling! <laughs> Krista mentioned something, because she's very scared of this, apparently, and she's mentioned something about, something about being out in the middle of the ocean, and then when the, it starts, they're, like, 30 feet from, sh- like, a major highway, like, behind yeah. them. <laughs> yeah they like yeah. just offshore like just out of the marina basically i
2: i get that when making the show they had no plan and no narrative built in but <laughs> they could have put it in in post to be like yeah. does john taffer just say you know she likes water and she's afraid of the ocean so i'm gonna have them go snorkeling instead of just they're sitting there this guy shows up Do you want to maybe um <laughs> come on my boat or something and then john taffer enters just to say water I, it just yeah. it makes no sense.
3: <laughs> yeah. While
2: I was watching this, I thought, "Oh,
3: yeah, if they did go actually like diving, that would be a cool event to do on the show." Uh, mm-hmm. It's too bad that isn't what they're doing.
0: Yeah, they're doing very light snorkeling, not even over a reef or anything. Just kind of like
2: <laughs> in some like, open as wa- as water. Until they never go snorkeling, they just get into the water. Yeah, yeah. they just kind of yeah, just get there, and when they, they jump in
3: you can see the bottom i mean the, the water is very clear because it's a beautiful puerto rican beach but uh mm-hmm. it's not even like very deep water i don't think
0: but even so and i have this like next clip here um like Krissa is very afraid and alexis is basically like in that clip she's just like like she bullies her into she like makes her feel bad about being afraid. She's like, I will do it. Just give me some time. She's like, she's just not happy with her uh, for some reason.
5: Oh, man, I saw the fear. She was just really, really scared. And I really appreciated the fact that she even, you know, did it with me for a few minutes.
0: So she sees the fear and she's like, wow, yeah, cool. I'm really proud of her. But really, she, I feel like she was the mean, I don't know, she was the bad one in this, like making her you know she was genuinely scared of being in the water so and i think it's something she probably knew about her too
3: yeah i mean in the storyline of the show uh yes that 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 is mean that's a bad thing for her to do uh like why i don't ever get it like this is a thing on this show a lot of times where somebody is like afraid to do a thing and uh the, the other person acts as though that's some sort of a slight or a uh, a sign that their marriage is bad or something, mm-hmm. but it's it's okay to be afraid of something. i mean that's that's very normal. and uh if you're if you're their their husband or wife or whatever, you I mean, your challenge then is to to be understanding of that. I mean mm-hmm. not necessarily to to make them do the thing that they're afraid of,
2: and this is where just full disclosure this is sort of the type of thing that broke up. Greg and I I disagree. <laughs> I think you should never be afraid. I think it's a weakness. <laughs> if you're afraid of something that your partner wants to do, that's a problem in your yeah, marriage. Yeah. Nothing. Um, it's easy to say that. You're wearing no fear from head to toe. And... Yeah. I'm such a daredevil.
3: Yeah. And he, he wanted me to watch Nightmare on Elm Street 6, Freddy's Dead. And it was too scary for me. I couldn't watch it. Um, There's the part where there's a... Like a yeah, Nintendo murder, um, <laughs> and uh, they they sing the they sing the you know one two and even thinking about that now like I don't know if I can continue the podcast. Uh, you can't hear it in my voice because I, I'm a you know I'm a podcast professional, but I am I'm fucking I am freaked out right now just thinking about this movie. Uh, but it's Tim's favorite movie, and uh, yeah, so he ended up uh, divorcing me over this, and uh, I'm just completely broken up about it i'm shattered
2: and the thing that hurt is now hearing that not long after we divorced that you did watch it and you (laughs) well i
3: started it no no okay so yes i said i pinky promised him that we could watch it i mean virtually over the internet because uh we haven't ever met before and especially not that night in december yeah, we use the Pinky Promise app, uh, and we haven't ever met each other, even that night in December. Especially Definitely that not December. on
0: December sixteenth.
3: Yeah, uh, we we didn't meet on that night for for sure, um, but we did on uh, RABB. It we we started to watch, uh, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street six. Uh, I got to the Nintendo Murder, and that was too scary for me. I I exited out of the uh, program and uh you know Tim took that really hard
2: you left me there you left me there with (laughs) Freddy
3: (laughs) well I mean you're here you're on this podcast now he didn't get you yep looks like
0: everything turned out okay and weren't you the one that wasn't was like so unafraid and
2: everything and now you're like oh you left (laughs) me with Freddy yeah well have you seen Freddy are you serious you would be afraid of Freddy you're lying man (laughs) Dude's got knives. Oh,
3: Kevin, come on. You wouldn't be afraid of me. Freddy?
0: Freddy's a a pedophile. I'm grown up. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, you've got a mustache and stuff, so sure, I get it. I look like a pedophile. (laughs) (laughs) You guys
0: can talk shop. He's scared of me.
3: (laughs) But
2: have you seen his hands, though?
0: Holy shit. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about those hands. (laughs) Oh, my
2: God. Yeah, that's the scary part uh-huh. not the other yeah. stuff I okay mean, yeah you're
0: right <laughs> it is scary actually <laughs> we should mention that it's terrible stuff but he did <laughs> so I hate to move on from this uh, but we really must continue uh, this is a uh, moment where John's talking to Chris and Alexis about their problems and he says hey you know what this would be a great time to tell people about myself
5: so when does my <laughs> career ever come into play?
7: Your career should come into play with your wife, not separative. You know, I have a beautiful wife who's 20 years younger than me. Mm-hmm. We've been together for 23 years. Eight years ago, I became a television star out of nowhere. Suddenly, she became insignificant because I became famous. A great imbalance happened. So what did <laughs> I do? I brought her into my television show. Mm-hmm. I gave her a part in it. I brought her to set with me. I had to meet everyone, become a part of my life. It became
3: our show wow yeah he built um, a a part for her where she could go into bars and and be hit on by the proprietor and uh then you know he could go in and uh be really pissed off about it that rules
2: i watched this whole episode like recently just a few hours ago and i don't remember this whole part i thought you guys (laughs) were joking earlier you don't remember
0: when he talked about his 20, Well, he hits him with like a blitz of like numbers. He's like, he's like my wife's 20 years younger than me. We've been married 23 years. I came famous eight years ago, five years ago. She came into the fold.
2: <laughs> um, it does seem weird for him to brag about how much he involves his wife in his show when she, I don't believe has appeared at all in marriage rescue,
0: which, um, he said that, uh, that she's there on the vacation in a, I listened to a podcast that he was on where he mentions that like me and my wife were out there for whatever a month or something like that.
3: Yeah. If you think you're going to, if you think you're going to defeat the skeleton of marriage without bringing your wife to work and making her be a part of your job, mm-hmm. then you've got another thing coming because yeah, that I is maybe that. the most important part of uh, having a happy marriage is, you know, you both uh-huh. work together uh that's that's the the most important thing i mean is is every couple that works together at the same job uh preferably one of you is the boss of the other one if possible uh that's that's the way to make a marriage work
0: <laughs> yeah there has got to be uh a dynamic where one of you can say to the other like hey you really got to pull this together because i can have you off the show anytime you know <laughs> so if you don't really kind of get it together and do you got to do it the way i tell you to do it
3: well, the other good thing is then you know if if they don't do a good job, you know you you don't really have a way to say you know you you have to, or else i am going to fire you because i mean that that could be mean the end of your marriage, so uh the
0: skeleton of marriage is laughing when he hears that
3: <laughs> yeah, um
0: speaking of the skeleton of marriage, this next clip is from I think after um so Marcus and Tiffany, they go sailing. Uh, they yell at each other the whole time. Um, uh, I don't have any clips from that because it was just like, you know, they're just bitching at each other. Uh, yeah. But after John has a talk with them and um, this is speaking of the skeleton and marriage, uh, John asks them.
7: So are you the good guy? And is Tiffany
4: the villain? I think we take turns being villain and good guy. I think it's it's been just like that.
0: So they think that they take turns being villain, but I think we all know the real villain is, of course, the skeleton of marriage. (laughs) So there's a misunderstanding. The the
2: greatest trick the skeleton of marriage ever pulled was (laughs) pitting us against each other.
0: So the relationship improvement test for Krissa and Alexis is what comes up next. And in this, we talked about it before, they get a lesson in burlesque dancing. So it's a very intimate and, you know, sexual dancing uh, technique. And uh, Tim, you used to do burlesque? Or was that what you said?
2: Um, pretty briefly, but but fairly um, prominently. Um, I had a short were, career. Yeah, you were big. Yeah, I mean, I got to the top really fast, and then there was nowhere else to go, so I retired. Mm-hmm. This of and course before. You should was before. see this
3: guy move. It's, it's oh amazing. well.
2: I mean, you'd have to find the video because ever since I lost my whole butt, I can't really <laughs> bring the same level of sensuality. But I, it's been described to me
0: as
2: spaghetti in the wind. <laughs> no, that's a really good way to put it. But like you know very al dente you know i got bones in yes. my arms yes you know? exactly yes yes the,
0: it's like they're like how is this it's like how is this spaghetti so soft when it moves so al dente it's kind of like that
2: yeah and that's sort of the mystery you know that's the two sides of the sword uh being fluid but rigid at the same time and that's really the key to burlesque i noticed they must have cut out a lot of the talk about spaghetti doneness in the (laughs) clip on the show because that's really your bread and butter you on 101 class that's really all you're talking about
0: like how long um excuse me instructor how long has the spaghetti been in the water in the in the boiling water oh it's eight minutes a little salt a little salt in it that's how you want to be
3: this teacher was a little too focused on the actual mechanism of moving hips and uh, mm-hmm. gyrating against chairs and whatnot when it's more about uh, catching that spirit of spaghetti. Yes. <laughs> and
5: two. And three. Kick it in. Boom. The instructor has Alexis straddle me. And circle around. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> It's been a while since we've been hot like that. Booty up. Push it forward and close and close. Circle back and walk. Yes. Bring her in. Push her back and up. Push share and yes. And walk and walk. (laughs) I think we made a lot of progress.
2: It was beautiful. They They finish it off with the most, I mean, just by the books, you know, by the numbers, the most sensual move is the choke. Yes, yes, yes. Um, because Choking. that's the other thing that, like, you know, this like mainstream media has made it so gauche to talk about, which is, of course, peeing the bed and um, <laughs> choke fetish. That everyone yeah, has those I, two things.
0: Yeah, um, it was. De- it was definitely. Um, I, I I don't think that was part of the instruction. I think that was like we'll throw a little of our our, our own flair. Uh, where we choke each other and smile. <laughs> I I got a lot out of it. I'll just say that. I know you personally. You've been sending me messages since you talked He <laughs> said, Have you seen the choking?
7: For today's relationship improvement exercise, I've given Marcus and Tiffany the option
2: to choose their own activity. <laughs> <laughs> so lazy. He's like, I've tailor fit. How yeah, did he just... Like,
0: he's like, I gave them the option. That definitely came like, they were like okay it, either they didn't have anything or he said okay you guys are going to be doing uh this and they Marcus I'm not fucking doing that
3: <laughs> or they just completely yeah. ran out of ideas and and said oh what do you guys think what do you want to do mm-hmm. <laughs> Marcus like, go back do... to the cave of secrets <laughs> <laughs> at first i thought the golfing outing was going to work like they seemed to be getting along and he was giving her like golfing tips Uh, she seemed to be doing an okay job, but they, these, this couple cannot stop like bickering and, and, uh, picking on each other. And, uh, it continued and, and she wanted to talk about moving to Arizona and, uh, unfortunately he can't just pick up his, uh, mechanic, uh, shop and move it to Arizona.
0: I think the real, the truly, the biggest problem is that she doesn't like the weather, and I have this clip <laughs> specifically where Marcus describes the type of weather that he enjoys.
5: I want to enjoy the weather all year long. I enjoy and the, the sun. weather. I
4: enjoy all the weather.
0: He's See, very inclusive. He's like, whatever, snowing, fire coming, no. whatever. <laughs> fire sky i'm down yeah
3: you have to be careful of that in chicago for sure uh but (laughs) i mean if if you want to have different seasons uh that's a that's a valid complaint again i think like uh if if he wants to have winter, sometimes yeah. if he moves to Arizona, he's never gonna have that again.
0: Arizona's fucking hot. Yeah,
2: Arizona is not like the place with perfect. She's weather. like, we got no. to Arizona. It's like, no,
0: what? What do you want to eat cactuses? <laughs> That's all you can do there. Do peyote, I
2: think. It's also, I mean, a little disrespectful of him in Puerto Rico to be saying that he loves all weather. <laughs>
0: okay yeah i see yeah um hurricanes are a type of weather so that is very i think what he meant to say is i love all seasons
2: uh yeah
0: but excluding maybe he should have said excluding hurricane season
2: just i mean a lot of the people around within earshot would have heard that and it's just kind of insensitive for him to say that
0: i think he did i was it was fair of him to do it um way out on the green i think he did it it was it was very far away from any t or anything like that so he was oh yeah
3: you can say any offensive things you want on a golf course it's not
2: a problem it's the draw that's That's why white men love it
0: that's (laughs) what all those are doing (laughs)
2: <laughs> like so any slurs, only any outdated. The only people that can
0: hear us are those dang Looney Tunes uh, <laughs> at the bottom of the golf hole.
3: Yeah, and and once you're out on the golf course, I mean, it's not a slur anymore. It's just a word you can say whatever you want.
2: When people catch some, every once in a while, people will catch you saying a slur, and then you're like, "I was angry. I just said it in anger. It was just it came out of me. It doesn't mean I would use that word." yeah
3: and golf is a game
2: so it's fine to have heated gamer moments
3: while you're out on the course
0: this is uh i actually personally i can't relate to that tim but it's a interesting (laughs) um that's it um both their marriages are saved and (laughs) uh i know it sounded like it ended on like for both like for you know at least for marcus and tiffany not well and you're thinking all Alexis and Chris did was go to one dance class, but it's actually their marriages are saved. So now we go on to the promise ceremonies and Tiffany does a promise. I didn't, I didn't really remember it too much, um, but I wanna play
4: Marcus's promise. Tiffany, I promise that I will make time that is only yours. I promise that I will communicate with you and I promise that I will live without holding on to anger. And I promise to try to do my best to make you happy every day. Thank
0: you. Now I wanted to play that because I watched this with my girlfriend, and right after that, like as the, like, the music swelling, like I look over her and she she gives me the look like you ain't shit like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, you, you 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 ain't doing shit compared to Marcus. Like, why don't you never say shit like that to me? I was like, damn, like, all it, this fucking thing made me, Marcus made me look bad just by doing yeah. a good promise. So I guess he did good. Uh,
3: yeah, for a second he, there, I, I was afraid you were going to, like, uh, say Marcus did a bad job. But it seemed as though Marcus actually, like, tried and uh, put a lot of thought into... Uh, what he wanted to say and uh, and uh what he needed to do to fix his marriage, and uh, I, I I actually I, I really liked Marcus and Tiffany by the end of this. Uh, although Tiffany's uh promise, one of her promises was that she was never going to go out and party and get drunk with her friends again. Yeah, uh, which seems Required unsustainable. for a
2: healthy marriage. Yeah, unsustainable. Yeah, you can't have friends.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah she's yeah she just needed yeah. to be like uh you're the priority like you know be like that's the the my head, my drink days of the drinking dominating our 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 relationship are over you know like do something like that where it's like they, you know there's some wiggle room in there she left it completely i will cut off all contact with <laughs>
3: the, the beast known as alcohol <laughs> which i mean if If they spent a lot more of the episode uh, talking about how she's an alcoholic or something, then maybe that that would have worked. But, you know, when it's just that, you know, too much of her time is spent going out with her friends, it seems like a a big jump to go from, you know, you know, going out once in a while to never again.
0: Definitely. And but like you said i love marcus uh tiffany's she seems cool too this is a couple that like i think as a whole i can get behind Mm -hmm. so lovely completion to that couple and the last thing i have is uh i think alexis does her promise or i don't know who does it (laughs) first but i only have chris's promise uh
5: my first one is to take time put my phone away and dedicate that time to you and my second one is to take you on a date once a month. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. I
7: like that one. And I want to add one, if I can. <laughs> okay. That you always invite her to be involved in your career.
5: Absolutely. Yep. I thought I, I thought of that one, but I thought I might have been a little bit too selfish. So I didn't.
7: No, that's an important part of it
3: wow uh, i love john
2: <laughs> john is promising on other people's behalf <laughs> but they could just cut to that and skip the whole hour of television if, if he's allowed to do that
0: it's so funny she does her promise she's like and, uh you know what? can i throw it in there can i do a promise <laughs> because how about also this one and she's like well yeah i thought that was a little selfish you know it's like you know the he's like no, 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 that's what I did. So that's not selfish. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. You, no, 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 no. It's good. It's good. Because that's what I did. I did that with my wife. So it's a good thing.
3: Yeah, I think Alexis did a Marcus-style uh, promise uh, speech where she came up with uh, some some heartfelt things to uh, prove her love for Krissa. And then Krissa uh, uh, wrote two things on the back of a napkin, uh, one of which was that, once a month they're gonna go out as a couple together. Uh which is like like I, I like I said, uh the the thing that uh Tiffany promised was maybe not sustainable. Uh luckily Krissa is thinking <laughs> ahead and she came up with something that uh I mean I'm surprised they aren't doing it already.
0: It's crazy. Like I mean <clears throat> I guess unless you're saying like maybe it's like a situation where like Krissa puts on like like a nice like tux or whatever and <laughs> and and Alexis is in a fancy dress and she shows up in a limo and that's what she thinks a date is. Uh because if it's just like, oh, I'll take you out to like a nice dinner or we'll go out like somewhere, we'll go out to a place, because a date isn't just dinner, you know, like you could go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Like, what is a date to Chrissa that or like you said, she's just really smart and is like i only have to go on 12 dates a year like <laughs> <that's> <laughs> it. and if she gets mad at me i'll say like what do you mean like you were so happy during the promise ceremony
3: <laughs> yeah they well on the other hand they didn't ever mention like they did say that marcus and tiffany have seven children they'd never mention children at all with Chris and Alexis. So it's possible they have maybe even more than, se- they might have mm-hmm. 10 or 12 children or something like That's that. True. It makes it really hard for them to get out on dates. So they women. can only do it. Double the
0: possibilities. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if, if it's just the two of them, you know, promising to go out on one date a month. Uh, it seems insane, like to even even write that down on a piece of paper.
0: She's like, "Well, I can't believe I'm gonna say this. <laughs> now. How about me and you go on a date once every thirty or so days?" <laughs>
2: You know, every every single date is going to be on the, like, 30th or 31st of the month. <laughs> and then February, she's going to fail to put together a date and be like, it's not fair. It's only 28 days. I had she no time to, to plan. We'll do two
0: in March, babe. What? Uh, come <laughs> on.
2: <laughs> March 1st is basically still February. <laughs> well,
0: folks, um, that's the episode. Both marriages were saved. Um, <laughs> As always. And it's beautiful. John worked his magic once again. And I have a game if we want to play it. Sure. Yeah, we got oh, wow. we got plenty of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's
2: only been two and a it's half. It's been hours. hey, look, this is I'm with my Orville guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> Go Orville style. Okay. So I found Chris's Instagram. So I have a few okay. questions and will I'll I'll give points to the closest answer for each question. Okay. Okay, the first one. Uh, how many followers?
3: Mm. Mm. It's gotta be. I'm I'm saying, 10k plus.
0: I'm gonna go with like three thousand, like three thousand six hundred ish.
2: So Kevin is thirty six hundred. Reggie is ten k. <laughs> um. Greggy wins, although neither of you should win. One hundred ninety-two thousand. Oh wow, nice.
0: Whoa, she's and she's got yeah. a verified. What the fuck check. is Alexis talking about? She's doing great. She's like, have you seen my follower count, bitch? That's what I'd be seeing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, hey.
2: Number two question of the top. Uh, how many is this? Nine posts, like just the top three by three. And how many of them do you think um, Alexis features? Um, hmm. I thought you were going to say, how many is she holding a basketball?
1: Uh, That's
0: my next can, question. Can, can we do that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'll go first this time. I'll say that she is in
2: zero. Okay. I'm going to go
3: the other end. I'm going to say she's in all nine.
2: Okay. I guess Kevin wins. She's in one.
3: Uh, okay.
2: It's a video. Um, it's very sensual. So all of these are videos. Alexis is in one video. It's an incredibly like sensual, grinding dance. And it says, this is how we met. And I'm not sure if it's a video of them meeting or if they're just recreating it. Either way, they seem to be going strong. So good yeah. for John.
3: Congrats.
2: Nice. Okay, I-, I have two more questions. So this will, this will be quick. Uh, as promised, how many of the top nine is she holding a basketball? I'll
3: say eight because the one they're definitely dancing, but
2: it's Jesus,
3: though. I'm gonna go with and say that she is holding a basketball while she's
1: dancing,
0: and they met. They, they met in some sort of meet cute where she, where Krista was at a basketball game, and she like the ball like bounced over the. Like the, the fence and bounced into a dancing glove, and when Krista went in to grab the ball, Alexis started dancing on her. So I'm going to say
2: all nine. Okay. Um. So Greg, you said eight. Yeah, I it's, said eight. Okay, Greggy wins. It's six. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> um, I haven't watched all the videos. And it's possible that basketballs come in later. I'm sure. Which do. leads me to my last. You're this is two part th-
3: on the thumbnails. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll, we'll call said... that a tie on that one. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah
2: Uh, This last one's a two-parter. This first part is whoever shouts out the correct answer first gets the half point, which is her most recent video or post is a take on a current meme. Which meme is it?
3: Oh, the uh, bottle cap thing.
2: Yeah, Greggy Greggy gets the point there. Uh, And then the other question, what is her take on the bottle cap meme? She throws a
3: basketball at it.
2: What's your answer? Um... She,
0: uh, she's uh, okay. Now, what do I know about Alexis? She doesn't like the water.
2: So <laughs> she, it's an empty bottle. Okay, Greggie is way closer. <laughs> she, um, I actually did watch this one because I watched just her most recent one. Because you watch it, all of those bottle cap meme videos. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, just send, please send them to me. Send them to <laughs> at official Orville, please. And, um. No, she pretends to try to kick it and falls over. And then she gets up and she has a basketball (laughs) out of nowhere. (laughs) This is where it's not in the thumbnail. It only shows up in the video. That's why I'm saying it might be in all of these videos. And I just didn't watch them. And then she spins it on her finger and she uses the spin to knock off the bottle cap. And then she does it for Uh, like eight more bottles in a row.
3: Oh, wow.
2: It actually is pretty cool. I like that video.
3: Yeah, that's how you get 100
2: followers Mm for 92k um so (laughs) that's her thing oh also um uh guess how many kids they have
0: oh one because ball is life and (laughs) every life counts
2: yeah
3: i'm gonna guess zero but i i guess that would be hard to to prove
2: yeah it's one they have Uh, they appear to have one child
3: yeah, if you have if you if you got one kid, it's the same as having twelve. I mean, you still have to get a babysitter if you want to go on a date once a month. So,
0: okay, so yeah, you're back on sense. your point earlier. Yeah, okay, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, one more stray point, stray thought I had on the show before we end. Uh, Kevin, is there ever a time where they like go to a nightclub or any anything at night in this show? Um not that i can remember well i was thinking if somebody is like like they have an alcoholic or something like that they might go out and do some drinking at night and then they the cameras could follow them and that could be good drama for the show or whatever that is good
0: but everybody is drinking as soon as they get there i think you'll you'll (laughs) see like everybody always has a drink because that's Mm. part of the thing is like they got unlimited drinks at the resort just to help any drama that there could be needs to be yeah
3: but i was thinking maybe uh marriage rescue nights oh okay <laughs>
0: and it's us three
3: yeah And <laughs> when we're... john goes to bed like we come in and we we teach these people how to really oh, defeat okay. that i like skeleton.
0: that i like that a lot and then the next morning like john has to like uh fix all the damage we did
3: (laughs) yeah he's like uh marriage rescue nights but he he can't you know he can't deny like uh the the stuff we have to say is uh top notch and
0: our show's a hit our show's getting better ratings and it's a cash cow for him so he's like i can't can't bite the hand that feeds me
3: yeah, and we respect the hell out of John. Of course, like, uh, he's number one.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're not yeah. trying to. We're not trying to poo poo on his parade. But you know, it is fun to see him like wiggle out of the things. You know, like, oh, okay. Well, he's like Linda. Last yesterday when you were here, you had two arms, and now you only have one. Um, <laughs> I, I understand the marriage nights. Guys had your husband throw a machete at your. Home. <laughs> I think that's the end of the podcast. So. Um, Thank you so much, Tim. Uh, Thank you for being here. Um, Thank you.
2: Thank you for being here. And, but really though, thank you for having me on. I am a fan of this show. It's good to be on.
0: Um, Greggy, thank you so much. Oh, Tim, you can catch Tim at whatever. Greggy, uh, thank you so much. Uh, Look. I wouldn't be here without you, Greggy. <laughs> uh, I think it's okay to share the canon from beast trials and say, you're kind of like the all spark of this podcast.
1: as well.
3: <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Yes. Uh, I, I do. I, I love this podcast as well. Um, I, I look at upon it as, as my child in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can catch me on uh, the officially Orville podcast, official Orville dot space podcast for at the Greggiest on Twitter. Uh, and if you want to email me, um, you know, podcast for wonderful gmail.com.
0: Greggy does a lot of social media posting and <laughs> he's, he's, like, we're he's, we're all basically Chris types. Uh, Tim, not so much. He's more of a Marcus. <laughs> I think I don't, I'm not sure.
3: <laughs> yeah, and I hopefully. actually am trying to, Oh yeah. I actually am trying to move to mostly email. So if you want to get at me, definitely the email is, is where I'm, where i really shine lately that's the
0: next big thing email check it out folks <laughs> uh
1: thanks everybody and uh all right goodbye